not recycled in a day. Welcome to Rome Was Not Recycled in a Day. Keith and Molly back for another episode of the podcast that helps you to incorporate recycling more into your daily life. We are here to discover more ways to recycle and also stay up to date on the ever-changing recycling world. And we'd love to hear from you listeners. We would. And we've got a, a website if if you haven't figured that out by now, which if you listen regularly and you haven't figured that out by now, then... I'm not sure I can help you, but if you but we are, invite you, well, possibly. Uh, <laughs> if if you haven't been to the website, though, you should go because it's 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 a pretty okay website. How's that for a glowing review? Glowing. Uh, Rome was not recycled in a day dot com, where we have a contact form, and if you go to that contact form, you can make suggestions for what you'd like to hear about on the show. You can ask questions. You can make suggestions. You can make random insults. You can... Oh! <laughs> Wait! You can even be like like my son George and go and, and, and send me a message to remind me that I forgot to turn on the Cardinals game for him. Nice, there are just George. endless possibilities with this contact form. There's also... A blog, which Molly and I have a couple posts up there, and we're working on getting some more because there's a lot of little things in between episodes that we can share with our listeners. And, you know, here at Rome Was Not Recycled in a Day, it's about the little things that add up to the big things. Right, Molly? Yes, indeed. Every day. And that's kind of what we're talking about today with George, who was giggling in the background a moment ago. <laughs> Molly, what are we doing with George? All right, George, are you currently in school? Um, unfor I mean, not at the moment. <laughs> no, but you said it. Every day not I do, unfortunately. Okay. And this would be what some people call a middle school, is that correct? Uh middle, junior high. Right. So junior high is sometimes different. Your school happens to have middle school in its title. And when you first started middle school, you had a heightened awareness of what was happening with the waste in the classroom, the lunchroom, the special events, etc. And um, of course he would, because he's a regular okay. listener to our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. And contributor. So your passion was super inspiring to Keith and me. And we were wondering if you could share some suggestions for us starting with your experience in the classroom. Um, so we're, we want to stay intentional that these are suggestions and not criticisms and that we would love to help the wonderful teachers and administrators who are already balancing so much on a day-to-day -day basis. And so you as a passionate learner and student might have some ways that we could be better. And adults need you for that. We need you, dude, we need you. So if we started with the classroom, what would be your thoughts on how maybe we could be a little better about waste management? Saying like that can go in the recycling because there are a lot of little things of paper that like if everyone 
throws it away. It's gonna make a larger impact. Um, having more regular recycling bins. Um, I know that some teachers don't have recycling bins that they're actively using. So on the recycling bins for the classroom, is it labeled to tell you what can go in that bin? It is not. Um, the main so maybe adding labels would be a good thing. Well, it is labeled like recycling. Um, but what does that mean? Well, I believe that the most general recycling in the classroom is paper. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is... Because you use a lot of paper in the classroom. Well, correct, and you are not allowed to have open containers. Uh, so. so most people aren't, like, sucking down a Mountain Dew in the classroom. No, that is <laughs> against the rules. You would... I'm glad to hear that. I wouldn't want to be in that classroom. So the paper is the biggest problem. And maybe maybe some cardboard once in a while, too? Paper, cardboard, somewhere in tree products. Tree products. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know, when my kids were in elementary school and middle school, sometimes I would buy tree seedlings from Heifer International for the teacher's gift, the holiday gift, because I, I was so concerned about are we planting more trees mm. as we cut them down? So I wonder if Heifer International would be interested in hearing about your your desire to have the paper recycled. What about after we leave the classroom? What else? I know that when we go to eat lunch, there are styrofoam trays, plastic. Wait, the, the tray is all star- like what you carry your food on? Yes. And that whole thing goes in the trash, right? Correct. And then plastic utensils, the plastic wrapping, mm. plastic bottles. Are there recycling bins in the lunchroom? There are no recycling bins in that lunchroom. Wow. Or there might be one. I have not seen it. I do not know of it. So even the plastic bottles right now are going in the trash. Everything out of that lunchroom goes in the trash. So if we could maybe encourage plastic bottle recycling or although it would take a little more work and effort plastic trays like reusable trays mm-hmm. ones that maybe we could wash i'm just wondering if there's like a really sturdy compostable alternative to styrofoam that's not super expensive that would be nice it would it would save the 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 trouble of all the washing plus all the all the water that goes into washing Right. But it wouldn't be clogging up the landfills with all that styrofoam. Right. Totally. Interesting. There's got to be something. If not, we should invent it. George, why don't you invent it? Okay, maybe I will. Okay, we'll call it the George tray. The George tray. (laughs) Hey, I ate lunch on one of those new George trays today. You will be launched into fame, George. You will. will. Can you believe it? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. So my dilemma with the lunchroom has been um, if if a school was granted a chunk of money and they could use it to employ a person to wash reusable trays, that would invest in somebody's life. It would take styrofoam out of the landfill. 
but it would require a lot of water. But if the school was granted a chunk of money and they decided, oh, we will use this to offset the cost for compostable thick lunch trays that mm-hmm. will then go in the trash and then hopefully will decompose faster in the landfill and not pollute, even though they're put in these huge plastic bags, I just can't figure out what's the best option. Well, and as you pointed out on other episodes, Molly, sometimes you just have to throw things away. The secret is finding things that are going to biodegrade quickly if you do throw them Correct. away. Correct. So if if you're going to throw that that cup into the garbage can, make it a paper cup instead of a plastic exactly. cup or a styrofoam exactly. cup. And the same for the trays. So it seems like there's got to be some compostable or biodegradable material that's going to break down faster than the, the styrofoam. Like so, a paper tray? Well, that yeah. sounds like it could get messy in a hurry. No, but, you but know, like a tough paper tray. Yeah, you know, if, 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 they could, if they could make it out of similar material to what they make a paper plate out of, sure. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting hungry with all the plate talk. So <laughs> so we we we've, we've got the the possibility of maybe some some bottle recycling and some better trays. When you, you said know. possibility, I thought you said pasta. Possibility. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one that's hungry apparently. Right. So then we also mentioned special events, George. What kind of things have you seen that would be areas for improvement with with things outside of the classroom in the lunchroom. Well, there's, again, a lot of plates, cups, things to eat food with. Was that mainly styrofoam right now? Uh, I believe that some of it is paper. Okay. Not much. Okay. A lot of it is still plastic, styrofoam. All right. Um, there's obviously a bunch of, um, like, water bottles, um... Non-reusable, not very good at biodegrading um, stuff that you would use at, like, a football game. And if you live in a city like George does, where there is city-offered recycling, and the school is part of that city, it seems like the school should be able to somehow tie into the city's recycling, maybe, Um, which... Because it's one thing, Molly, to put all these bins out and to to make better choices of the materials, but if it's going to cost a school district a lot more to recycle right. all this stuff, then it doesn't help a lot. So I guess it, it's the next step of, of choosing the right materials and then finding some way to to deal with them. You know, the biodegradable trays, that's one thing. Obviously, that can go in the trash, but if we want better paper bins or we want better use of a uh, plastic bottle recycling, then yeah, there's got to be a place to send it all. That gets tough too. Right. So it, it, there's an infrastructure issue and then there's a behavioral change issue. What she said. <laughs> I should just let you say that. You said that way better than me. Like all of the cool things that, that George was suggesting, like, okay, I see these bins, but I don't know what to put in them. Or I don't see bins and I have something that I know can be recycled. Um, really knowing where it's going to go is super helpful. So the the whole loop is where did this come from and where is it going? And that's the question we should all be asking, especially when we're in sixth grade. Because the sixth graders, y'all are going to be the ones to change the world. Like, we are old dogs. 
Not necessarily. You don't think? Well, you're not that old. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, we appreciate that. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. You can still make chains. Just we have the possibility to make more. Well, and you're stuck with whatever world we we gave you. Lady with, right? So that also kind of leads into the behavioral change, too. Uh, George, you mentioned there's a lot of plastic water bottles. Do a lot of students bring reusable water bottles with them? A lot of them do. A lot of people also, they serve a bunch of soft drinks and sodas in the lunchroom. Yeah. And so... Those are made out of plastic. Again, nowhere to put them. Yeah. Some are made out of metal. Easy to recycle metal. Yep. Okay. So part of it is a behavioral change with what people bring with them and what they choose to use, maybe what they bring if they're bringing their lunch. Uh, But others is just what's available and... Like Molly said, where things are going to go. So what what can we what can we take away from this? Here's what I would say, George. You have amazing ideas, and you also have influence that you have no idea the reach that you have. So if there's not an environmental club already, that's an opportunity. If there's not like a liaison between students and administration about hey, can we put stickers on this bin just to tell people what to put in it? And if there could be um, like a group of students who help encourage, oh, hey, we're going to all have water bottles here at this um, watermelon scrimmage or at this um, yearbook signing or et cetera, especially coming off of COVID when we're very germ conscious and we don't want to be uh, spreading germs. If we have a place to put those empty Gatorade bottles, water bottles that are well labeled, and then we know who is going to be in charge of that. So it feels like a larger conversation with the administration, you know. Mm-hmm. Every and anybody can can make a small change, and if everyone works to make their own part of the small change, wow, you get a big change. And that and that how it always happens. That is that is awesome. That is awesome. And every choice we make, not just if you're going to school, but if you're going anywhere or if you're staying home, right? Every choice we make, we can choose to make it a more environmentally friendly choice. So what if we challenged every listener to this episode to comment on something small that they could do? Use the comments on the website. Head on over to the website and use the, the comment section for this particular episode and put your comments in and other listeners can see them. And we might get some really great ideas from one another. I like it. I like it. It's, it's your 15 seconds of fame. Don't pass it up. Don't pass it up. Absolutely. Because we don't pass up opportunities to help the environment here at Rome was not recycled in a day. Why is it Rome? I think you just named our next episode, George. Why is it Rome? We can get into that the next episode. Tune in next time when you'll hear Molly say. (laughs) But in the meantime, (laughs) reduce, reuse, recycle, 
but relax. Because Rome, or anywhere else, was not recycled in a day. We'll see y'all next time. Production of Moose Crossing Studios.